Hello, my sweet little cinnamon rolls. Today's episode is a little bit different, but of course, very special. We had intended for this episode to be one of our very first Patreon episodes, but unfortunately, Ginger had to away to the mountains to care for her parents and be a good daughter, which we all appreciate about her. So instead, we are giving you this special treat as sort of an amuse-bouche for the week, as well as a tasty preview for what is to come. So thank you all for listening. We love you very much and enjoy the show. This fucking guy. Hello, my hard lemonades. Welcome to This Fucking Guy, a podcast about self-care if self-care is one long scream into the void. Here is where we use expletives and alcohol to emotionally process the creeps, jerks, and p-words that compose the shitty elevator music of our lives. Do you want me to take that again? No. Okay. I'm a person who knows things. Ren Martinez. And I'm a know-that-things people. Ginger Golub. No true words have ever been spoken. I have an aphasia. So this is kind of a special episode. This is actually an actual legitimate, not playing around, not kidding, Patreon bonus episode. What? We've had that thing for like a fucking while. We have two subscribers. (laughs) There's Susie and Todd Cream Cheese. Hi, Susie and Todd. We Hello, love you. Hello. We love you guys. But yes, now we have like actual Patreon bonus content that we're like legitimately producing. Oh, what? Define legitimate, define produce, define Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, so before we jump into that, which it will be a fun little time, um, Ginger, my dear, do you have anything to scream into the void for me real quick? I mean, I've done a lot of screaming about it. Um, DJ and I were FaceTiming with his mother, my sweet Oma, my mother-in-law, the other night, and I'm looking at the screen, and I'm not paying terribly much attention, and he screams, what the fuck is that? And I look, and I don't see what he's talking about, and then I zoom my eyes in, mm-hmm. camera-like, because I am a robot, uh, and there on my brick fireplace is a cockroach. Ugh. About three inches. Is this three inches? That's ish. I do, I do not know how long things are. About three inches long. It is the biggest cockroach I've ever seen in my life. Uh, this is not something that we typically have problems with. Uh, and so well, good. I was, radioactive cockroaches would, would gum up the works, I think. Right. Um, so I am freaked out. He is more freaked out. DJ is like full on hyperventilating. I tell him, because this is true, I am allergic to cockroaches the way some people are allergic to peanuts. Oh, I did not. Well, I mean, you're allergic to a lot of weird things, so. Mostly cockroaches. Okay. More than anything else. Like, you could rub lavender on me and I'll live. Like, I I could not go. I used to work at a zoo. This is deep dive. I used to work at a zoo and there was a building in which they bred cockroaches to feed to some of the animals. And I could not go in that building. Uh, you know, unless you were, up. like, actively searching for death. Yeah. No. Mm. I wasn't. Death by cockroaches is not pleasant. Oh, God. Uh, which I, I'm pretty sure is what DJ thought was going to happen that day. Because right. I told him this was his job to take care of. I mean, absolutely. Did I stop FaceTiming my mother-in-law? Absolutely not. I just turned the camera around so she could watch. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
so DJ, first he gets a glass tumbler and he's like, I'm going to slam this against the fireplace. And I was like, you will cut yourself. Don't do that. <laughs> then he grabs a soup container and I'm like, just kill it. And sweet mother-in-law is going, no, 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 don't kill it. Save it and give it to your nephew. What? Because DJ's little nephew, who no lie is called EJ. Each EJ and DJ. He's like nine. I, d- I don't feel the need to protect his identity. He's like, EJ collects bugs. And so sometimes, like, we, we have found a deceased praying mantis that we, you know, mm-hmm. sent off to him, whatever. But she's like, no, this cockroach cannot be found anywhere else. You have to save- It's a cockroach! You have to save this and give it to EJ. And for some reason, we go, yes, this is logical. <laughs> So after some do, and I tell you, he gets this thing under the soup container, gets a a cardboard thing, Mm -hmm. transfers it out to our kitchen island, puts, and I didn't realize that we had a five pound container of peanut butter. Oh. We do. Good to know. Yeah. I use it a lot for cooking. It's keto. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Puts that on top of the soup container so it can't knock it over. And at first, I thought that he was being Overly dramatic until he left the room to, I'm guessing, hyperventilate. (laughs) And then I just start hearing. And it is the cockroach trying to break out of the soup can. And this thing is exerting such force that if there had not been a five pound container, I think if there had been a normal one pound container of peanut butter, it still probably would have been able to knock that over. Jesus Christ. That's the, that's the kind of, that's we have lost Susie cream cheese. I'm realizing because this is like the only thing that freaks her out. This is the kind of, this is the kind of bug that actually requires like a fucking like, like SWAT team. It's the only way, but uh, mother-in-law then tells us, okay, what you need to do is you need to get a thing of rubbing alcohol and put it under there because the fumes from the rubbing alcohol will kill it. We don't have any fucking rubbing alcohol. And she said- I mean, you have alcohol alcohol. Apparently that doesn't do it. I don't know. She said, it's fine. Just do nail polish remover. So he puts a thing of nail polish remover under there. You know who had the wrong kind of nail polish remover? That girl. It was me. Yeah. It was me. It's the kind that doesn't kill cockroaches. So what we ended up fucking having to do to kill this monster was he opened a goddamn thing of turpentine inside my house. And I was like, that will kill us. Oh, good, Uh, good, good, good. good, Soaked a cotton ball in it, chucked it under there with way more screaming than I would have imagined. (laughs) Uh, And like eight hours later... Beep boop bop, the cockroach is dead. Are you sure? I know this because I saw him put it in the specimen jar. And I also saw the letter he wrote on, he will be out of this job by the time this goes out, on official company letterhead (laughs) to his sister, (laughs) explaining that this was a very particular kind of specimen that, you know, apparently cockroaches are not endemic to all of the U.S., so apparently we had to fucking send this to you. Send it to the the Smithsonian. It's clearly a specimen to be preserved and fossilized. (sighs) Now, fuck that shit. Where's a hammer? (laughs) I wish we had done the hammer, because I also had to live with that thing being on my kitchen island for a day. Also, why did he put on your kitchen island and not on your porch? Uh, Right? (laughs) 
like you have a porch. I don't understand. It's like, <gasps> this was where the food goes. Let's put a giant bug on the place where the food goes. He was, you know what? He clear, There was a lot of adrenaline going on. He was clearly a lot of wasn't adrenaline. thinking clearly. And then for like the rest of the night, he was kind of rocking back and forth going like, if there's one, there's probably a thousand. <laughs> Uh, so you poor dears Todd Cream Cheese the only person that is still listening how you doing how you doing Puddin Pop oh goodness Jesus jeez well you know now that we've told this story yeah that took way too long I'm so sorry that took way too long I think it's time to get to these fucking guys or should I say these fucking assholes, welcome to a Patreon-exclusive series that is going to be Am I the Asshole? <gasps> and Ginger and Ren are going to be mostly saying yes. The answer is yes. yes. So, mostly I just went for, like, kind of, like, the hot top ones that have been recently out that I thought were of interest. <laughs> Am I the asshole for letting a neighbor make packed lunch for me? No? Mm-hmm. My wife used to pack lunch for me, but I noticed a while back that she stopped making lunch like she used to. Before, she would get creative with it, take her time, try new recipes, put little special touches here and there. Then I felt like it just became, okay, what are the kids having? I'll just make an extra one and give that to him. I'm starting to sense he might be the asshole. Mm. I would make my own lunch, but for one... It's not the same as when she makes it. Ha ha. He Bruh. Li- he literally puts ha ha. And two, I work in construction, so by the time I come home, all I want to do is hit the sheets. So I brought it up to her one day, and we talked about it, and she told me that she had so many things to do in that day, she didn't have much time to put her energy into making my lunches like she used to. But I could see that she genuinely felt bad because I noticed the next few lunches were more polished than the previous ones. Oh, boy. I can art. Your facial expression is going into homicidal rage. And, you know, hold on to that. Mm -hmm. And I appreciated her so much for trying that when the quality of the lunches started to go down again, I didn't even have the heart to complain. Fast forward, I have a day off, so my wife drags me to a Bible study that was being hosted at a neighbor's house. The food was so good that I kept going back for more. After my third plate, the woman who had made the food and I started talking. Basically, she told me that she was flattered that I liked her food so much, and that she was training to be a chef, and that she had more food that she would like me to try out. Mm-hmm. We exchanged information, and the next day she sent me an address to her home. You're having an affair, aren't you? So that's where I've been getting lunch for the past few days. I told my wife that she didn't have to make lunch for me anymore. Mm -hmm. And she didn't say anything until today. She said she thought I was getting lunch from the store. And I said that I don't see why that matters where I'm getting it from. That's weird. She said she doesn't want me to pick up lunch from there anymore. And I told her she was being unreasonable for no reason. Oh, God, dude. We had a big argument a few hours ago. and She's still mad. Am I the asshole? I really don't see what the problem is. She doesn't have to worry about taking time out of her day to make lunch for me. And I'm getting quality lunches again. How is this not a win-win for everybody? I'm confused. Dude. First of all, we definitely think he's sleeping with We definitely think he's sleeping with that lady. Or if he's not, he might not be yet. 
But it's like being he's set planning up, on it. Right? It's definitely being set up. And I think she may up. also be planning on it's it. It's also like the most unfathomable thing to me to be like, oh, hello, man, who enjoys my crudite platter at my house. I have decided to make you lunch every single day. No. No, absolutely no. not. No. There is no fucking way that's true. I when I was picturing this as like a a, a sweet 70-year-old woman, maybe, but if she's training to be a chef, right. she's not 70. Right. Like clearly you're the asshole, bruh. Like yeah. first of all, and everyone agrees. Everyone's like, dude. Maybe not even the for the reasons you like. Maybe just for complaining because the quality of the your quality homemade lunch has down a little bit. Like, because clearly this is a dude who has children. Because yes. he literally says, like, yes. my wife just makes me whatever my kids want. And then, and then, he has the fucking gall to be like, oh, I can't believe I'm getting boring lunches now. She's not paying special attention to me. But then, like, oh, yeah, I work, I just work a really hard job. So I just get home and put my feet up and go to bed. So you're not even doing shit. You're not doing one fuck all. And you are complaining that your wife still makes you lunches every day. They're just not, like, the the fancy little... What are they called? The You're talking uh, about like a bento box. Yes. Right? You're not making like fucking YouTube-worthy million-follower bento boxes, which again, the reason they make those fancy bento boxes is because they have fucking money and time. And usually yeah. not children, I would guess. Just saying. Maybe. I mean, they say that the birth rate's going down in Japan, so probably they don't have eh. children. But still, like, fuck you? I don't know about this, but fuck you, dude. Um... So here's the other thing, my dude. You did not tell her. He did not tell his no. wife where he was getting his new luncheon. No. He explicitly it, did not tell her. And you started a fight with her to not tell her. Right. Just say you're getting it from the neighbors. Because the fact that you're not saying that you're just getting it from the neighbors, that's what's super fucking shit. Right? Because, like, if they were at the same fucking Bible study party or whatever It's the a fuck, Bible study. Of course, that's where all of these things start. I mean, I mean. Mm. Um, it, if you're not telling your wife because you think that it might make her upset, then you're doing something secretly that you know would make your wife upset. Exactly. So maybe don't do that thing. Exactly. Jesus. Oh, here's another one. Hold on. Here's another comment. Why is everyone making it seem like I purposely went out looking for somebody else to make me lunch? She came to me, told me she was a chef, and invited me to come try out her food. No, I don't. You posted I don't this on the Am that. I the Asshole. What were you expecting? I don't believe that. Um, And he keeps trying to clarify his – and, like, he's trying to be like, well, I guess I'm the asshole. But, like, no one's telling me why. Everyone's telling you Everyone's why. Everyone's telling you But you're you just why. ignoring it. But then, like, this last one – Wow, she locked the bedroom door, so I guess I'll be here reading responses from time to time until I fall asleep. Woo! Oh, buddy. Oh, oh, buddy. You are, uh, you are mm. hilarious. Um, I want to do one more. Okay. Um, this one's really easy, so okay. this won't take very long. And it's a good story. I think that this guy's, a, this person's clearly an excellent writer. Um, Am I the asshole for telling my housemates to not leave animal feces on the kitchen sink? No. Well, there we go. We're done. Yay! (laughs) Thank you. Um, So this is a bit of a wild one, but I've just had a pretty traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. It was a sunny Friday afternoon. 
I just got home from a nine-hour night shift and was planning on filling my water bottle in the kitchen of my shared house. Mm -hmm. I had a fairly long journey home. To my unfortunate surprise, there was a dustpan full of pig shit sat right underneath the tap. How did you know it was pig shit? Not even joking. Literal pig shit. Uh Uh-huh. Um... The beginning is, sorry, TLDR. Uh, the house I live in has a pig. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, it took me a good second or two to realize what it was. When I finally came to my senses, I nearly threw up. All I could do was step outside, thankfully the back door was unlocked, and try to calm down. After five minutes or so, I finally was able to go back inside the kitchen and sprint directly to my room. I then texted my housemates about this ordeal, and fortunately, they text back almost immediately, apologizing about it and how they got distracted by the weather. What weather? I, I'm i just what is distracting weather? Like a, a tornado? tornado? <laughs> if it wasn't a tornado, there is no excuse. They also said that, although it was what they were used to doing, they'll try to stop placing the dustpan on the sink. Curious at this, I asked, would it not be the whole kitchen and all its counters? Yeah. No, we need a place to place it so we can open the door, was the response to this. Appalled at this reply, I simply said that the kitchen is a shared space where food is yeah. prepared. Yeah, and bud. feces is the worst thing to place there. Mm-hmm. The final reply that I have not responded to, I'm just that pissed off, was... We don't mind it on the counter, and we need somewhere to put it. If you have a problem with it on the counter, put it on the floor and put it back up whenever you're done. What? Now I'm beyond angry right now. I have quite a paragraph, big paragraph ready to send, but I feel it would end my tenancy. I just want to know, was I the asshole? And sir, 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 sir. No. No. No, there should never be a question of whether feces are on the counter or not. No. No. I love it. It's like, well, we're fine with it. It's it, more than you. anything. It's the but put it back. Right. <laughs> we can't have it on the floor. That would be disgusting. It would be filthy on the floor. What the floor's the filthy. Put it on the clean counter where you prepare your mimosas and your avocado toast. Like again, like. I also wonder where this pig is. Like, is this an outside pig? I'm guessing this is an inside pig. You know, it sounds like probably an inside pig if they're taking the poop from inside outside. Like, it doesn't really make sense to me to have an outside pig who poops outside and be like, hold on, I need to bring this into my house for a little aperitif before dinner. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah. Um. So, so it's an inside pig, but like, can't you just? immediately put the shit in a bag and into the trash? Yeah. Like, why do you need to, like, I have to keep it on an open container because there's well, open not, container laws? What they're the not fuck? just setting it down so that they can open the door and walk outside. Otherwise, you would not have found, apropos of nothing, pig shit in your sink. <laughs> they are leaving this for some amount of time. And mm. Unless this is literally like, they put it down the counter, they open the screen door, and they're just like fucking mesmerized. So they just walk outside and fucking leave. And they're just like, they don't close the door. It's like a fucking like, what's that fucking song for like, the road that they walked on was paved and they just fucking oh, leave. Oh yeah, yeah. They fucking leave their house and go on walkabout. Leaving the pig shit in the sink for the children woke up. And there was pig shit in the sink. Yeah. (laughs) 
But again, it's just like, we're fine with that. I mean, if that was the case, there wouldn't be an issue anymore because they would be down at least one roommate. They couldn't (laughs) overrule you by that much. (laughs) Then they could just put a call from Craigslist where they're like, hey, guys, we just need a new roommate. Um, We would prefer no pig shit. Thank you. None. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. We're we're done with the pig shit. Thank you. Yep. (laughs) We don't think that the pig is one of the roommates. I mean, I don't think so, because she, te- she did put them in a group text. And, like, I, I don't know if piggies with their little cloven hooves are able to, like, Well, that's awfully ableist of you. Well, I guess they would have to use some sort of, like, like voice, voice to text. text. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, like, you know, so it's like, I'm just going to pick a name for this pig. Like, Eustace. Um, Eustace the pig is like, oh, my God, I'm so embarrassed by that. You know how I get sometimes. Like, I'm really constipated. And I really I would apologize. die for Eustace. <laughs> You've already constructed the scenario in which I'm on no one's side but the pig. <laughs> I mean, I bet the pig's embarrassed. Like, no one... Oh, absolutely. You know, it's like when you accidentally don't flush a toilet and guests come over. Like, how oh, embarrassing, no. right? Like, I bet Eustace is just mortified that her shit was left on the counter. Like, oh my god. She oh, just, Eustace is a girl? I've decided Eustace okay. is a girl. Um, and yeah, like she is just mortified by this. And no, like she is a hygienic. She absolutely cares about the people around her. She would never have allowed that to happen. Eustace, we love you. We love you, We're Eustace. We're rooting for you out here. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we've learned a couple things. Um, don't get random affair lunches from somebody. Yeah. Um, like make your own fucking bento box. Yeah. And, you know, Eustace is a love, and we love her, and yes. she deserves good things. We stand a Eustace. We stand her. So that's going to be it for this little uh, this little Patreon episode of ours. Yes. If you like what you're hearing, you don't need to do anything else. You've already subscribed to the Patreon. Oh, You've won. You've won. You've won. Thank you, uh, Todd and Susie. There's confetti around. Just pew, know it. Pew, 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 pew. pew, pew. So join us for next time. Um, we're going to continue running this little series of is this an asshole? And Gingy increasingly, you know, thinking that humanity deserves extinction. Because we do. Because we do. Mm. Um, I'm Ren Martinez. I'm Ginger Golub. Here's a bonus self-care tip. Um, if you really don't write, like Reddit, like that's totally okay. You can sub to specific subreddits though. That way you don't see the general trash and just we can really focus on like slow cooker recipes. It's not a bad idea. And don't be this fucking guy. Peace. Peace. This fucking guy.